Hello everyone and welcome again to another Teacher Joseph podcast. Today we're asking what is a sob story? A sob story. Well, to sob means to cry with tears in your eyes. For example, oh that woman sobbing. Is she okay? Should we ask if she wants help? Another one might be, oh, my child won't stop sobbing. I don't know what's wrong with him. To sob. Sobbing. So, a sob story is a story which is designed to make you feel sad. And at Christmas time, at this time of year, there's many sob stories. Everyone has a sob story, and we're seeing many of them on TV. These sob stories are usually designed to make you feel a little bit uncomfortable. The stories themselves are sad, and, well, that's not a, necessarily a bad thing. Because, after all, some stories are just sad. But when they are exaggerated for a particular purpose, either because they want you to help financially, or they want to tell you about the plight of the person in the story, then sometimes these can be sob stories. Okay, so a sob story isn't just a sad story, it's a story that's manipulated in order to make you feel sad. Let's just pick up on that for a moment with some examples of what a sob story might look like. Well, <clears throat> one example of a sob story that I noticed in the newspaper today is that there's a big hotel in Glasgow. It only opened a few months ago, and now it's closing, with 200 people losing their jobs. Now, <clears throat> of course, this story is sad. There's no question about that. It is a sad story. However, it becomes a sob story when they interview the staff who say, oh, I've no money for Christmas and I'm taking loans from people that I know because I can't survive and nobody is going to get Christmas presents. Especially my two-year-old daughter, who's currently uh, being diagnosed with a life-changing disease. It is a sad story, but the fact that it's at Christmas that this story is being picked up on, that they're mentioning Christmas and how the person can't buy Christmas presents, and then they bring in the daughter to fully support what he's saying. And there's a picture there of this two-year-old with the life-changing disease, although we're not told what the disease is. That's a good example of a sob story. You can always recognize a sob story. 
not only because of the time of year that the sob story comes, but because the story is recognizable that it's being used to manipulate or to gain sympathy from its listener, usually in some kind of excessive or insincere manner. A good example of a sob story is when I was watching the TV last week. I don't know why, but our TV channels seem to assume that people who are at home during the day, like me, they assume that we're all very old and that we all have a lot of money. So they tend to run a lot of advertisements to try to extract money. And this one last week was all about elephants. And they showed a picture of an elephant and they gave it a name. This is Elsa. Elsa's story is very, very sad. Having walked for 300 miles over her country in Africa, Elsa has not been able to be reunited with her family. And then the story continues to make it worse. Sadly for Elsa, the other elephants in her tribe were brutally destroyed so that smugglers could take her ivory tusks. Elsa was found by a group of kind-hearted people. Can you support Elsa's friends today? Because Elsa is not alone. Many other elephants, just like Elsa, will be suffering today. But with your five pounds, which you can simply have put onto your telephone bill by texting this number, could be saved if you only choose to donate five pounds this Christmas for Elsa the elephant. And then there's a picture of Elsa the elephant with a Santa hat on to show how grateful she is. That's a very good story, um, very nice, but a complete sob story. I mean, I'm sure Elsa exists, and I'm sure that she has had a really hard life. But this advert is running just so that you will feel guilty because you just bought, let's say, £100 worth of uh, Christmas presents. It's the perfect time to make you feel bad about who and where you spend money. You probably noticed as well there how they can manipulate you by changing their intonation. The intonation in this case about Elsa the elephant has a very somber tone to it. It's a downward spiral where the person suddenly becomes very serious to let you know that there's a serious message. I hate it when they do that. It's very manipulative. And a lot of people probably don't pick up how they're doing this, you know. 
With AI coming in, it's even easier to manipulate people because AI will be able to identify our weaknesses much quicker than, let's say, a, a voice or a continuity announcer would be able to do it. A good example of a visual sob story would be the people who sit outside the supermarkets and they ask for money. Now, usually there's just one of them, but of course it's Christmas time, so there's three of them. They're positioned at the exit of the supermarket so that you'll feel really sad and you'll give them money. I was watching a few old ladies giving some of these men money a few days ago. And of course, it's nothing to do with me. I can't interfere with what they're doing. But I really would have loved to say, why did you give that man cash? Don't you know that uh, his friends are down the road and uh, he'll be going and mixing with them uh, with your money? probably in the pub, or together they'll be buying drugs. Sometimes we even see them getting up and getting into a car. Now, of course, I have to say that not everyone does that. I'm sure some people sitting outside the supermarket is a very genuine case, but I know that it isn't with the one that I see because his car is parked just a few streets away, and he's kind of like a local figure. So it's very difficult to get involved and to say this is a scam, for example. But um, it's just an example of a sob story. Something is exaggerated to make it appear much worse than it is. And there we are. That's a, a sob story. Well, this Christmas, when I switch on the TV, on Christmas Day, I'm sure there'll be sob stories. For some reason, the the channels always seem to go back a few months, pick a disaster, and then replay it on Christmas Day, just to make sure that we all should be feeling somehow uh, guilty on Christmas Day because other people won't be. Uh, as happy as we are this Christmas. I don't know why they do that. I mean, there's sadness everywhere, but why they want to turn things into sob stories at this time of year is a little bit strange. I think it's it's a little bit hypocritical, isn't it? Just a little bit. But anyway, that's a sob story. So, right, I'm still making my all-week pasta sauce. I added a few more ingredients today. So yesterday, uh, I added more chopped tomatoes. It's been cooking now for, I think, three whole days. So I'm very pleased about that. Um, I had to add some more herbs as well because, of course, it evaporates as it cooks during the week, but uh, it's lovely. I had a little taste of it today, so I'll be having that probably on the evening of Christmas Day, which is the 25th, 
or on Boxing Day, as we call it, which is on the 26th of December. It's thickening up nicely. It's bubbling in the kitchen. Uh, very, very nice. Um, I'll be cooking a special chicken for Christmas Day. And uh, I'll keep you updated on that. Uh, for those of you who follow me on YouTube, I've been doing some motivational clips. So if you want to head over to, to my YouTube channel, you can pick up on those. You might find them helpful or useful. And that's it. So I'll see you all again soon. I hope your preparations for Christmas are coming along nicely. It's absolutely pouring here, pouring with rain, no sign of snow anywhere. And they're saying that uh, um, we're going to have a terrible storm in the coming days. So I think people are, are kind of getting ready for that. But um, no other news, really. And uh, I'll see you all again soon. Bye.